0: Some neighbors are saying wait welcome
1: in everybody to a brand new episode of the world famous loose lug nuts podcast i'm evan roberts joined alongside thomas dick and uh, this episode we're gonna preview uh auto club speedway the uh, nascar's in fontana this weekend for two races we're back
2: after a one-year hi- hiatus i yeah. i, I want, first want to apologize to everyone who is anxiously awaiting at 1201 a.m the to download we're a little late uh with the recording um big time mark martin fan gary blair had his last game at uh, reed arena so i know some members of the podcast were watching that and then we were going to record late at night but i'm getting old someone slipped me a mickey and i <laughs> fell asleep around 10:30. so here we are fresh a little late but
1: still packed with info and and fun Yeah, let's get to it. the news around NASCAR this week. Uh, NASCAR president Steve Phelps was on another podcast not called Loose Lugnuts. Uh, I believe it was uh, Warren and something, like Wall Street Journal, Sports Business Journal. They talked about their next media rights contract. Uh, The current deal for NASCAR ends after the 2024 season. Uh, But NASCAR can begin their exclusive negotiations with Fox and NBC at the beginning of 2023. So we're coming up on that they're expecting an eight to 10 year deal. And the biggest thing that he mentioned was that, you know, we had talked about streaming um, and stuff like that, but for the cup series, there's so much demand for or the sponsorship element that they can't do. You know, it has to be broadcast. It can't just be digital streaming. So pretty interesting. He said, uh, he also said that there would be, there would like to be more uh, coverage of ESPN, but, they know that ESPN really only covers the sports that they have exclusive rights to, like NHL, NFL, NBA, MLB, stuff like that.
2: Which is very sad. You know, don't tell us you're the worldwide leader in sports if you're really only the worldwide <laughs> leader in sports you have on.
1: <laughs> False It's pretty, pretty interesting to see. And it seems like there will be a eight to ten year deal, but hopefully they don't go to the streaming just because they know how important that is for the sponsors. Yep. So we'll see a lot more stuff on
2: uh, USA Network and stuff like that, uh, which is our next thing. Oh, my gosh. What a segue. Uh, NASCAR and NBC Sports announced a, uh, their 2022 grassroots uh, racing coverage on USA Network. Um, they're going to show tape-delayed uh, coverage of, of every race from the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour and races from the Arkham Menard Series East and West uh, when they're not the same, I don't know if you know this evan you're not as deep in the weeds as i'm i mean yeah in arca as i am but every once in a while they have a bigger race which is both a a national series race and the east or west race so anyone that's not one of those races will be table laid coverage it's going to be 30 races for fans um i checked the schedule and it looks like most of the races are going to be shown like between five and ten days after uh they were initially televised so at first, I was like, gosh, it'd be nice if these were live. And then I remembered that I have 92,000 things I already have to watch between NASCAR and and baseball and hockey and whatnot. So that's right down my wheelhouse, something to, to watch on a Monday morning, uh, a week after the race. Yeah. Um, all televised coverage of the, these events will also stream on NBCSports.com and the NBC Sports app. If you want to watch them live, you can get Flow Racing, which... I have issues with flow racing. It's just, they always want you to pay a lot of money when you only want to watch a little bit of their product. There's no, Hey, I just want to watch a little bit of this product. You got to go all in. Um, Like I, we got a softball or a baseball tournament this week up in Frisco, which is a flow baseball deal. And like for three games, it's like, you got to get the monthly thing for 30 bucks. It's like, I just want to watch my kid
1: play three games, but that's, their, that's how they do it, and yeah. There you go. Daytona post-race penalties, non-for-Roush, Fenway, Keselowski, or Penske after their wheels were confiscated following the dual races. Justin Haley and Kaz Gralla each got a huge penalty. Uh, crew chief and two crew members suspended from the next four championship series events. Uh, so it seems like a pretty big deal. Not sure how huge it is for Kaz Gralla though, and the money team.
2: Yeah, I mean, they really never... I look for it. I can't find it specified where they're out for the next four races or for the next four races they were gonna race. To me, if that was the case, I would just sign up for a race that you weren't gonna be in. So yeah. that the penalty, I don't know. Anyhow, I found it a little odd because during the race they made it seem like it wasn't his Justin Haley's crew's
1: fault, but yeah. apparently it was. So it'll be interesting to read what they found or. The new the new infraction is called la- loss or separation of an improperly installed tire wheel from the vehicle, um, which we thought about changing our name of the podcast to that, but it seems too wordy.
2: Yeah, I mean, separated wheel.
1: The separated wheel podcast, like it just. I mean, reach.
2: deep down, we know it's NASCAR. They know we uh, we're getting a lot of intel. They probably don't want us getting this. Just another shot at our brand from the
1: nascar overboards <laughs> uh, uh to the new loose lug nuts brand so the, uh, on sunday uh super bowl champion uh andrew whitworth is going to be the grand marshal for the sunday's race he's the 40 year old offensive lineman oldest person to start in a super oldest offensive lineman to start in a super bowl he also said him and his wife melissa are huge nascar fans and one of their first dates was a weekend tailgating at talladega so how can you not fall in love at talladega
2: <laughs> why well, i like i've you know, I'm like to think I'm huge in the romance. Like I found one of your first dates to be told. Like to me, that's like 10 dates in 12. Oh, that's maybe. true love right there. Again, I like a whole weekend now. Yeah, why not? It's a party. Okay. And, we, and he is a good dude. I don't know if you know this. He won the Walter Payton yeah. Award, which goes to good dudes. He does a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, community service and not court mandated stuff. This is yeah. stuff he wants to do on his own so uh good on him uh and you know i'd always wanted to be grand marshal. i don't know what race i'd want to be grand marshal of it's probably uh well i mean daytona but besides daytona everybody wants to be daytona but i'd probably choose
1: bristol
0: oh ah, there you go
1: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't gonna say yours
2: oh shit i uh i'll probably go darlington all
1: right yeah okay. Uh, Nita oh, wait, Stroud- you know what I
2: really would want to do?
1: Rocking it. Wilkesboro. <laughs> uh, Nita Strauss will perform the national anthem. Uh, she's the current touring guitarist for Alice Cooper. So hopefully she'll shred. Uh, she will shred. The only way this would have been better
2: is if they could have got Zach Wilde on the wash tub bass. But I'm looking forward to this national anthem. As much as I like the school kid choir songs and whatnot, let's get someone just wailing on a guitar
1: and then also the in the pre-race ceremony collective soul will perform a 60 minute concert yeah i feel like they were big ones
2: <laughs> i'm just trying to remember one i i think someone said it's the 25th anniversary of whatever that heaven's little light shining down song is i guess they were huge in 1997 but i'm gonna be honest i have not listened to music like since 1995 like right now i i exclusively listen to the cranberries the beastie boys whitney rose and bobby Hillen jr is pretty much all i listen
1: to <laughs> so it should be a pretty fun day uh, pre-race on sunday uh we do have the wise power 400 wise is in caps i don't know why they're screaming uh the race coverage starts at 3 p.m eastern uh, with the race starting at 3.30 p.m. on Fox, the Motor Racing Network, and Sirius XM NASCAR radio. 400 miles will be 200 laps with stages of 65, 65, and 70.
2: Yeah, the, in uh, Wise Power, I looked it up. It's not wiener pills. It's uh, renewable energy sources, which is uh-huh. pretty timely because uh, energy prices are going to go up because of yeah. what's going on over uh, on the other side of the pond. Um, so let's go yeah. all in on Wise. This used to be the weekend that uh, they raced at Rockingham back in the 2000s, so
1: I always reminisce, because if there's two places they got to get back to, it's North Wilkesboro and Rockingham. And this will be the last time that they'll race here in the current two-mile asphalt configuration.
2: Yeah, they're going to go to a uh, shorter track. I forget the distance. I want to say half-mile. Half-mile or one-and-a-half? No, it was... uh, Well we'll talk about that later on <laughs> google media stuff i thought it was a half mile but anyhow um entry list is uh 36 seems like uh, we're just gonna have charter cars for a while except for at the big races in like dakotas and whatnot so yeah.
1: no one's gonna get knocked out of this one so i can't pick a winner that won't even that won't miss qualifying. but uh this will be the 31st race here they had one race uh, a year from 97 to 2003 and then two races from 2004 to 2010 and then back to one a year uh since 2011 and as we mentioned earlier didn't race here last year due to covid restrictions the last race uh at fontana alex bowman won uh but it's really been kyle bush and kurt bush that have dominated this track yeah among the active drivers in the uh in the
2: race, it's been Kurt Busch has won the, the high four pole positions, and uh, Kyle Busch has won a, a high four races, including 2005, 2013, 2014, and 2019. And it is a half-mile configuration, I just confirmed. So I was right. You were wrong. Thanks, Google. Kyle Busch has an average finish of 8.9, average running position of 8.2, average driver rating of 11.4. those are all series best so smart money's on Kyle Busch I would think
1: and then other active drivers with a win here besides Bowman and Kyle Busch are Martin Truex who won in 2018 Kyle Larson in 17 Kozlowski in 15 Harvick in 2011 and Kurt Busch in 03.
2: I'm seeing a thing now I think they're trying to push gambling uh on a head-to-head rather than pick a winner yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on these matchups? Uh, Austin Sindrick versus Ryan Blaney, who you got?
1: I'd take Blaney just because I don't know how Cindrick's going to be able to handle everything after the 500. Plus Blaney might wreck him. <laughs> uh, Byron Bowman. Uh, so I was looking at this and obviously Bowman has won here before, so he's probably the have- odds on favorite. But I loved Byron's post-rate speech after he came out of the care center, and he was pretty fired up, mainly mad at Brad Keselowski, but he was talking about how fast the team's going to be at Fontana. So I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, this is a, a weird matchup. You had the consistency of
2: Byron, who it was documented last year, all those consecutive top 10 finishes you have, versus Bowman, who actually got more wins last year. I'm yeah. I'm going to uh, go with Byron, too. Okay, right. so where do we place these bets at i don't is, do you just log on to a thingy yes because it's on it's like now on the official nascar notes thingy. Yeah. so this is something they're pushing
1: so the and another for, one uh, and for those that do fantasy nascar you have to you didn't do it last week so you probably don't know what i'm talking about but you pick your five drivers plus your garage driver and instead of picking like Hey, who's going to be the top toyota who's like the winning team the manufacturer yeah. you pick the five matchups and you get 10 points for each oh
2: one. well i'm sorry i got in late i have a job oh uh, chase briscoe versus bubba wallace chase briscoe for sure yeah he's uh if we were back at talent or daytona or talladega go all in on bubba because i think he's right now one of the top four uh super speedway but chase briscoe this car looked good in both the last two races so going him and then last one air jones and daniel suarez what with daniel suarez yeah i mean i he just seemed he seemed really good at la their cars seemed really good and he seemed really good last week at times air jones was, was really good, good but he's but always i always seem like
1: people. he's like a super speedway guy
2: yeah so i'm gonna go daniel suarez also So
1: it seems to me that like the featured matchups and obviously we're just this is the second race this season but it's like hey these two people were neck and neck like it's literally you know cendrick and blaney were one two on like the final lab briscoe yeah. and bubble we're going at it yeah well it seems like they're
2: going to want to get uh people that have beefs with each other probably <laughs> and uh yeah
1: so uh sunday or you know this weekend this will be the first new look at qualifying for the oval tracks i'm really excited about this it's something different than just The car is going around once, so they will have two different groups. And the way that the groups are set up is based off the previous race. Group A will be the odd place finishers. Group B will be the even place finishers. Um, Each group gets 15 minutes of practice. Then Group A and Group B both have single car one lap qualifying. With the top five from each group going to the final round of qualifying, and then again from there, it's a single car uh, one lap qualifying. So pretty interesting. Adds a little different flair to it, but i think it'll be pretty interesting
2: yeah and it'll be interesting um as we start getting in the to cars getting cut from the field like hopefully someday we're back up to people really want to be in there and there's 42 cars it'll be interesting those cutoffs um you know people racing not only for the front but for the back
1: yeah so i guess if you finished sixth in like group a does that mean you qualify Eleventh, or they just do it off time for the teams that don't make it in the top i
2: right? believe there was off time myself so I'll, but I'll, I'll get
1: in the weeds and we'll cover that next week uh all right so now it's time for our picks for sunday let's go with long shots you want to start off
2: yeah i'm uh i'm going harrison burton he has an xfinity win here last, uh, two years ago yeah and he was looking strong last week before he got punted by uh who who hit him brad keselowski from Rob uh, oh,
1: way keselowski racing yeah uh, I'm going to go Chase Briscoe because I'm going to keep picking him until he wins. Uh, he's only raced, he raced here twice in Xfinity, has a top t- top five finish. He's done pretty well at the two mile or bigger tracks throughout his career. So I'm going to be picking him. And then for my winner, uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. He's got three top fives and a win here. And I'm expecting Hendrick to have a really big weekend after being god awful at the 500.
2: So, with your long shot, is someone like in the top ten of the point standings? Are they a long shot?
1: Well, are you really looking at the standings this early? You I can't win did. the championship. In I, just February, I just did. I just did. I just. I hate when you do this. Do by the way,
2: for those that don't know, like we have varying schedules, so some days I work on the rundown early, or he works on the rundown early. So when I work on the rundown early, I like I don't want to pick the favorite in both races. So usually. I'll pick like the favorite in one, which I'll end up doing for an Xfinity and I'll leave the other one wide open. I'll say only a moron wouldn't take Kyle Busch, but I don't pick Kyle Busch so that Evan can pick Kyle Busch because I'm a moron. Cause then, <laughs> so then Evan doesn't pick Kyle Busch. He picks Kyle Larson, which leaves me. I already said, I'm going with Brad Keselowski. Uh, Ford's looked good last weekend. Keselowski has uh, top five finishes in each of his last four races at auto club speedway so we're both morons yeah i'm going with Keslowski. you're going with kyle larson
1: but the money's probably on kyle bush yeah so there you have it that is the sunday preview for sunday's wise power 400 again that begins at 3 p.m eastern with the race starting at 3:30 p.m on fox on saturday we have the production alliance 300 races at 5 p.m eastern Coverage actually starts at four on Fox Sports 1, Radio and Motor Racing Network, and the Sirius XM NASCAR radio. 300 miles, stages of 35, 35, and 80 for a total of 150 laps. There'll be 44 entries, so six people will miss the race.
2: Very sad. It seems like that's the thing we're getting. It seems like more people are are entering in the Xfinity races. um, Four sad people going home. And it's yeah. a tough business if you're if you're not in like the top thirty of of Xfinity showing up to the track every week trying to get in. I feel for those guys because a lot of them are small shops putting in a lot of work and then you get sent home. Yeah, uh, at least the drive will be, oh God, the drive's really far this week. <laughs> the drive back to to North Carolina yeah. where ninety
1: nine percent of these people are at is it's a sad drive back. Uh, so as we mentioned, there's no race here last year. Harrison Burton won it in 2020. Kyle Busch leads all drivers with six wins, but his bushwhacking days uh, seem to be over. The only Xfinity winner in the race is Cole Custer from 2009. And the only four 19, pole, huh? You said 2009. Uh, oh 2009. yeah 2019 only former pole winner in the race is Brandon Jones.
2: Yeah. Cole Custer is the only bushwhacker we got in the field. Um, I would say he's a favorite, but I'm not sure. He's in an SS Greenlight racing car, so I'm not sure what kind of product they'll put onto the the track. Uh, We'll find out
1: after qualifying. But it seems like we don't have as much bushwhacking going on, at least early on in the season.
2: My thoughts are they already have some limited uh, practice in like the day before or whatever in uh, cup, so there's not as many guys going, hey, I want to get some time on this track. And also the next gen car, there's they don't probably drive yeah. as much like the Xfinity cars as the other cars used to. And we already had Pat Green told us that like Penske wasn't gonna have the cup pit crew do Xfinity because it's a different pit stop. Yep. So those teams aren't looking to do both. It's not just
1: Pat Gray anymore. It's Daytona 500 winner.
2: Daytona 500 winner Pat Gray, friend of the program. Daytona 500 winner so
1: yeah that's what i got intriguing entries include trevor bain and then Mike snyder who was cleared to race after his crazy accident at daytona last week
2: yeah i mean good to see uh he's good you know you sort of knew he was when he was walking around but you're always like that had to joggle your brain a little bit yeah um so good to see he's cleared and then trevor bain of course is the uh, 2001 daytona 500 winner yeah so all right who you got to win on saturday I'm uh, going Daniel Hemrick. Uh He has the best average finish of the Xfinity racers here with three or more starts uh, at seven point seven. He has uh, finishes of eleventh, fifth, and eighth in his last three races. So I'm going Daniel Hemrick. Not like we said, there's no except for Cole Custer's no
1: winners yeah. here. So I'm going to go with Justin Algaria. Six top tens in twelve races. Hasn't won here yet, but uh, Junior Motorsports looked pretty good last weekend. I think there's it's poised to have a big year again. Justin Allgaier gets his first win at Auto Club Speedway this weekend. There you go. Uh, no truck race this weekend. So we are uh, moving to our next favorite segment, which is paint schemes. You picked, what is it? Pube, pube G? <laughs> <laughs> PUBG. It's sort of like a Call of Duty slash... Um, What's that other game that uh you drop from like the hot dungeon air, like, and dragons no it's like a vid shooting game anyways pub g it's got pretty sweet what does that know. stand for i have no clue huh so who's in that car josh Berry. old josh what what's the uh describe what it looks like it uh, looks like a battlefield on the side and you got like a guy that's got like little goggles staring off on the side
2: looks oh, pretty gosh. sweet players unknown battlegrounds huh player but players unknowns is one word and then battlegrounds is one word so it, pb no it's PUBG. but they're going pub um i got two cars in case one doesn't qualify <laughs> i got uh timmy hill in the uh number 38 tahoe blue tahoe tahoe blue vodka pretty sharp looking it's got like this light blue like pin multiple pinstripes down the bottom and then the hood's got the classy writing of tahoe i wrote tahoe like rhymes (laughs) with wahoo Uh, tahoe blue vodka and
1: probably had a couple tahoe blue vodka drinks before i'm
2: sure it's another alcoholic beverage that we cannot get in central texas um anyhow uh if you advertise food or alcohol you get bonus points this is a pretty good one and then i also have kyle weatherman's back police car he's the po rack um number 92 car it used to be 74 with uh, uh, my carmen last year but he's uh, in the
1: 92 this year and then in sunday's race bubba wall is going two for two for me to start the year he's in the uh orange wheaties car celebrating 100 years of champions just a straight orange uh with the white lettering uh just celebrating 100 years of champions pretty Great. badass you got a, and, then, you got and then i also have ricky stenhouse jr in the honey nut cheerios car and it's just got a big it's got the b on the side of it and then a giant bowl of cereal right on the back you're a big uh breakfast
2: uh, cereal guy yeah. did, did cinnamon toast crunch not like the car <laughs> this weekend <laughs>
1: Well, you know, there's no M M&M and M cereal or Monster Energy drink type thing. Which I uh, look like, Which one of those cereals do you like better? Probably Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios. Is
2: s- sneaky Wheaties good. just seems
1: like basic to me, and I you I feel like you only buy Wheaties if you know who's on the like the cover.
2: Yeah, on the box. Honey Nut Cheerios, I think, is sneaky good. Like yeah. you take a handful, and you're like, oh my god, those are good. And I drink eat those more without milk then with so you're like a a toddler well no that's i'm usually stealing it from a toddler (laughs) which is why and then uh i don't know if you recall last year we talked about it's a good way to uh train kids how to pee in the toilet You put some oh yeah the cheerios and they have the kids aim it's good fun for the kids and it teaches them how to go in the toilet instead of outside the toilet yeah because if you ever gone into a bathroom where
1: toddlers peed on the floor (laughs) goo (laughs) Speaking of paying on the floor, your last one, your last paint scheme. You're saying Ross Chastain pees on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying a sponsor. I, I'm it. going Ross Chastain.
2: He's in the number one Casa, de, del, Casa del Sol. It's also an alcoholic beverage. This one owned by uh, Eva, Eva Longoria. Not Evan Longoria. <laughs> <But> Eva. <laughs> Eva. <laughs> Eva. From, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the TV show back in the day with all the hot 40-year-old women. Yeah, this was Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. I watched the first two seasons religiously, and I was like, this is too over the top. I'm going to go back to watching 80s shows like Golden Barney, Girls. Uh,
1: Barney, Fit, uh, anyhow.
2: Barney all right, Mar- so that will
1: do, we'll do it for our California preview. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap the races. Again, we got Saturday's Xfinity race at uh 5 p.m eastern on fs1 and then we got sunday's cup rates at 3 p.m eastern on fox we hope you guys enjoy them enjoy the races. we'll be back we appreciate you guys for listening we'll see you.
0: i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain I started running mini stocks when i was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16, I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me, sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drillin' Company, we ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17, my Talladega finish was the start of my big dream.